All right, well, welcome to Hear Me Out. Cameron, it's just me and you this week. Hello. How are you doing? It's good. It's weird. It is weird. You're in, the, you're in Steven's chair. I'm still, like, focused on you across from me. You're not there. I'm, I'm, up, I'm, I'm, my over right. I'm over here. Oh, so how's your week been? How, busy. Uh, busy. Busy. Yeah. Busy, yeah. busy. Of course. Everybody works, right? Yeah. I mean, end of the month. Oh, busy. Uh, trying to get all the shipments out, you know. Yeah. And it's getting towards the holidays. Yeah. So... But, I mean, uh, that, that doesn't really bother my industry much. Oh, well, <laughs> well I think for me, it, everything kind of slows down. Yeah. It was a very slow week at work, but it's going to happen, I guess. Yeah, it'll be picking up. Everybody will be going Christmas shopping probably, I'd say probably starting next week. Yeah, week first of November, yeah. I would think. I would think so, yeah. It's about that time to start, you know, the Christmas. It's about that time. In a minute, I'm going to need a... Okay. Well, you, didn't, you don't know Lizzo? I mean, I do, but... <laughs> Not how dare you disrespect her. I, I didn't disrespect her. She is a fabulous musician. I mean, yeah, fabulous. Uh, Good. Okay. She's a, well, she's a great singer. She can play instruments. She can dance. Let's <laughs> the, keep the dancing. Wow. Wow. Okay, Cameron. I mean, she's there will okay. Be, there will be no Lizzo hate on this podcast. <sighs> There's no, no hate coming. No com- Lizzo com- disrespect. There's um, there's none, none taken. It's bad bitch o'clock. Yeah, it's thick 30. I don't know that one. Oh, I, that's I, that's probably my favorite. I only know it's Truth about, Hurts. About that. About that. That is about, that. About damn time. And uh, a, That's the same song, I think. What? It's about them. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same song. Oh, is it? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I've maybe listened to the full song twice. Oh, well. <laughs> It's a good one. Um, uh, what's the other one? You know where they, she's fixing her hair. And, Truth hurts. Oh, I don't know. got a man on the Minnesota Vikings. No, okay, I over your hair. Yeah. Sure. Well, let's uh, let's talk about what happened on Sunday. Can, I, we? can we just not? No, we have to discuss this because this was going to get brought up if I lost. Yeah, and I thought I was going to lose. I mean, I wasn't worried when the Bucks were down twenty-one-three. You weren't worried at that point with five minutes left in the game? It wasn't five minutes left? I thought it was like there five was, minutes left in the third quarter. No, they went up 21-3, I would say maybe eight minutes left in the game. Okay. Either way, not a good showing out of Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, That's the second time I've had the Bucks. Are you 0 for 2? <laughs> I'm 0 for 2 with the Bucks. Okay, so that was my third time pulling the Panthers, and I am now 1-3. and three. So, <laughs> Or 1-2, and two, I'm sorry. Uh, if I pull the bucks, they're immediately going back into the bucket unless it's my second draw. And at that I point, mean, I just might, you know, pick my punishment right then and there. <laughs> well, I thought I was dead and buried and look what happened. Yeah. I pick up the W and guess who gets to pick your punishment, Cameron? Is that what you're doing right now? I, I, I we might as well. Yeah. We ain't got nothing else going on. Yeah. Just tell me what I'm doing. So you're not going to plead or anything with me? Uh, you know, there's really no pleading. It's up to you. I told you I would be merciful. Yeah, because you, yeah, you would. I don't think you would choose the shaving thing for me, so I will not choose the shaving I, for you. I mean, I'll go ahead and tell you what I was going to choose for you. I was going to choose the waxing. Which one. waxing? I don't know which one. Well, you I was just I was choose gonna, one of them. I was. That's the one. The punishment. I, you was going to do the waxing. I don't know which part. I had to look. I don't even know what the parts are. To be honest with you. Um. Uh, I know, like, armpits one. And armpit, arm, and leg, I believe. Probably done armpit. Uh, yeah. You know what? I might. I'm going to have to ponder this throughout the episode, but I, I will choose one of the waxings, too, just because to, I feel that's what you we were going to do, so I was never going to make you shave. 
I wasn't going to make you shave either. Good, because I was worried. <laughs> Steven nah. would have chose us to shave. Yeah. Well, let's just hope that we know. We do to... not pull whoever <laughs> and... the Eagles are playing. Yeah. This week. So, yeah, I won. You lost. Steven won. Uh, sure. I think Who did you I think he had a bye. Yeah, I think he drew somebody on bye. Um, or is so, the Eagles on bye? No, that's for week nine. I know, but are the Eagles on bye week nine? No, they play. Oh, that's right. They was on bye last week. I want to, I feel like it's the Texans or something. I don't know. We'll look at that later for week nine because you and I will have to go to the bucket at the end of the show. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Everybody cleared that up. Fantasy football. I lost again. The guy got zero points in one of his slots, and I still lost. Uh, I lost to to Connor. I put up a good Connor seven and zero now. I put up a good fight until the end. <laughs> I put up a good fight until I lost. Yeah, um, not looking good this week for me either. Yeah, we're getting to. Well, I think there's only two buy teams this week, or there's only two buy teams week eight. I think there might be a lot of buys this week. Well, okay. So what hurt me last week against Connor was uh, two of my two my two receivers. Got hurt on the first player of their games and was out the rest of the game. <laughs> I had that um um uh, Amon Amonra St. Brown from the from the Lions. Yep, one catch for uh, fourteen yards. <laughs> That's it. Well, he got a concussion on that play that he had his one catch. Uh, and then DK Metcalf had one catch for twelve yards. <laughs> we were right. Philadelphia does play the uh, um, Texans. Oh, week nine Thursday night football. Yeah. So uh, that's that's where I lost mine at. If I, I mean, I wish you could go back and change your team after you know, oh, you know, you know what I mean. That's I, revisionist like, I, history. Yeah, like I had George Pickens on my bench, and he scored. He had six catches, sixty-one yards for a touchdown. And it's he actually did something. Yeah, I have been fighting. So I have J.K. Dobbins now on the IR. Yeah, I picked up both Kendrick Drake and Gus Edwards. Played Kendrick J. Drake last week. Nothing. Gus Edwards got the start, got most of the touches. So I dropped Drake. It was a reversal <laughs> for the next week. Gus Edwards got hurt in the fourth quarter, yeah. missed half of it. It's just uh, I mean, stupid mistakes. Yeah, I mean that that I lost eighty-seven to seventy-one last week. Against, which I mean against Connor, that's that's a fair fight. I mean, yeah. Uh, but but he he's just gonna run away with this. Yeah, I mean if I play if I play Pickens and Cream Hunt, I win. Yeah, but I mean, if you're if you're going back, is there any way any players on his bench that nah, could have got him? No, nah, he had the best team in the Heat. Oh, okay. There was a lot of good games last week in our fantasy, other than the against uh, Team Godrod. That one was the biggest lopsided one. Yeah, you lost by seven. I was so I had the Patriots defense Ooh. and the Patriots kicker. I think on Monday night. Dude, and you had Juju and oh, Juju is a waste of my time. <laughs> waste of my time. Uh, Steven got the W last week against Tenacious Misfits, and Jared got the W against Danielle. Congrats to Jared. So I don't know if you noticed this in our league or not, but everybody in our division lost, and everybody in the other division won. <laughs> I did not notice that after I realized. I wasn't. It wasn't going well. I didn't check fantasy all yeah, Sunday. Me and you are uh, tied for third, three and four. I just got to get in the. We just got to get in the playoffs. Yeah, like I got a. You got an eighty-two percent chance, and I got a sixty-five percent chance. Now explain this one to me. Eric and Danielle are tied for first with four and three in our in our division. Eric is sitting on top somehow. I don't really know how he's sitting on. Is top. it more points scored? No, no. Danielle scored more points than him. Either way, is it well? They might have a head-to-head matchup. 
Right, but me and you have head to head, and I have I'm higher than you. I beat you in our head to head, and you're above me. Anyways, Danielle's percent chance to make the playoff is ninety one percent. Eric's percent chance to make the playoffs is seventy four. <laughs> Her schedule is probably easier. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Now I need to look at this because yeah, I, I just pulled up the final standing predictions. I'm currently projected to be fourth. Yeah, I think, I think I'm projected to finish like seventh, so eighth. I'm projected to finish eighth, and eight teams make the playoffs. <laughs> Not where you want to be. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, Fantasy's hard with 12 teams. I'm telling you, it's there's nobody out there. <laughs> there's not. In I'm my, like I'm in a ten man league in my other league, and there's people out there you can grab. And there's people I, like last week. Like, let me let me just talk about my other league. This this other league is like a really high scoring league. I lost last week. Just, let me tell you the score that I lost. I lost one forty seven point five four. Oh, I ended up winning. They must have did an adjustment. <laughs> well, anyways, before I looked at this, at the time that I had, on Tuesday when it said I had lost, I had lost one fifty four one forty seven point five four to one fifty one forty seven point six. So I lost by point oh six. But right. now and I did an adjustment, and then I now I've won by point oh four. And you didn't know about it. <laughs> I didn't know about it. So that's a surprise. Sweet, <laughs> sweet. That's awesome. Now I'm four and three in that league. I'm not doing well in either one of my leagues. All right, so let's let's talk about let's jump into the Bengals. They uh, they pick up a win, big win, big I mean, win. They, I mean, it wasn't even close. They're all going to be big wins now. It could be. Well, I mean, like I'm talking like lopsided. Like it wasn't even a close game. Pulling up the stats. I'm gonna pull up their schedule. Yeah, because there's uh, something we need to talk about. There's a couple things. Let's get the Jamar thing out of the way real quick. And that's what I was gonna say. Like, if it's gonna happen, it really couldn't have happened at a better time. Couldn't happen at all. I wish. Right. Well, I'm saying if it's gonna like if it's gonna happen like this is like now is like when I would want it to happen because you're playing the Browns, the Panthers, and the Steelers in your next three games, and you have a bye. So that would be okay. So let's fill everybody in here. Jamar Chase. Has a hip issue. He has a hairline fracture in his hip. He's not going on the IR, which is good. That's great because that's games. That's a minimum of four games, not four weeks. Right. It's minimum of four games missed. So he's not doing that. The projected timeline of his return is four to six weeks. Right. And like I said, you got the Browns this week. On Monday night. The Panthers next week. Yep. Then you have a bye. And your fourth week, and then you play the Steelers the week after that. And who's after? Who's who's the fifth week? The fifth week is the Titans, and then after that, I believe is the Chiefs. Yes. So rest and just letting his hip rest and heal, yeah, are going to be very important. I mean, do we want him back in that Titans game? Yes, but can we live with that? Like, the thing is, is we got the receivers. That if one goes down, we can. We got two others that we. Well, let's talk about that because. I banged the drum all off season for, to get a wide receiver four mm-hmm. in here because our after the first three after Jamar T and Tyler the the drop off oh, yeah. is so steep right and it's it scares me because now that there is a depth problem there's always been a depth problem but now that Chase is out and you saw it when T Higgins went out mm-hmm. nobody could step up and fill his shoes but now that Chase is gone obviously he's the clear cut number one. Teams are going to double-team T. They're going to double-team Tyler. Yeah. And it's going to make things more difficult. But I think I think also another thing that we're forgetting is last year you didn't ha- you had C.J. Uzama. Great tight end. Good tight end. Good tight end for his pass blocking and run blocking. You got Hayden Hurst this year that is, a, I think, 
I think is a Step, great miles above CJ Uzama. Yes, like he he's gonna make some spectacular catches. I think that's where he, he catches everything that is thrown to him. Yeah, if it's in his it's, vicinity, if he can, if it's in his wingspan, he's gonna come down with the ball. Yeah, I totally agree. But what I'm saying is, they should have drafted a wide a wide receiver late, mm-hmm. or picked up a speed deep threat. Okay, somebody who can get behind the defense because Chase is a burner. He can he can get behind the secondary. Right. T is a guy that's slants. Tyler plays in the slot. There's no there's no go routes. Do do the Bengals go after Odell? No. Okay. Out of the price range. You think so? Yes. They need a four. They need a four to six week rental right. at that. If they wanted Odell, they could have signed him when he you know in the offseason. I know he's hurt. His timetable to be back in December, so he wouldn't even be helping right now. Okay. And the price range, the Bengals only have like a shade over three million left on the cap, so they'll make a deal for a wide receiver. Yeah, they'll get somebody, but it's not going to be a big name. The biggest name I saw is D.D. Westbrook, and he's they had interest in him a couple years ago. Uh, let me, I'm I was trying to find the because they had people in yeah. today. Field Yates tweeted out earlier today the Bengals worked out four. Wide receivers, D.D. Westbrook, Daz Newman, Victor Bolden, and Javante Payton. So Never heard of any of these. Three out of the four, I have no idea who they are. D.D. Westbrook, yeah, they had interest in him a couple years ago, like I said. He signed with the Vikings, has didn't do anything with the Vikings, and he might have been cut from the practice squad. So he has – they already had interest in him. I can see it. There's other trade – the trade deadline is November 1st, so this will – the day after this gets released, or the day before this gets released, trade deadlines already happen. There's a couple names out there. Okay. You have Brandon Cooks, yes, from the Texans, please, who is a burner. He has three 1,000 yard seasons. Yes, been please. traded six times. <laughs> yes, please. In his in his career, um, Terrence Marshall, Terrence, I think it's Terrence Newman, who played with Joe Burrow at LSU, is on the Panthers. No, thank you. He couldn't even get on the field at LSU. I don't need a. I don't want another one. You know, I don't need, we don't need another LSU connection. We got Jamar Chase for that. Well, and you had Thad Moss is somewhere on the practice squad, and yeah, Tyler Shelvin is on the defensive line somewhere. Like we're just becoming LSU at this point. <laughs> LSU pro, you know. Yeah. Um. Who else is out? I mean, you got DJ Moore in Carolina still out there. You would have to pay a hefty price for that for him, not for that for him. Yeah. Uh, I, you the, don't. I don't think we need to go after a star like that. Here's an interesting name. Let me throw it out there. And I wish Steven was here because his Broncos Yikes. are two and six. They play in, or will have played in London tomorrow on Sunday against the Jags. They could lose. God, oh. Russell West Wilson. I always say Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Wilson was on the plane doing high, high knees, knees <laughs> while other people were sleeping. These people, these players probably want to murder him. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I get it that you're hyped up and you're excited and you want to stay active, but do you really have to do that? If you're going to do it, dude, you, you make enough money, take your own plane. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's let's jump off the Wilson hate for a second. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like... Jerry Judy, on a rookie deal, so it would be cheap. You would have to give up some stuff what to would, get him. What do you think we would have to give up? Probably a second rounder plus some. Plus some. Okay. But he's in the. I think he's in the second year of his rookie deal. So we'll be getting for two more years. You get him for two and maybe the fifth year option. Yeah. I don't know if he was a first rounder or a second rounder. Not off the top of my head. But if if I'm this is just me thinking ahead. Yeah. T's gonna want number one money. Mm-hmm. 
and I love T to death. He's not worth money. Number one money. Well, he is. Oh worth yeah, it. he's worth it. Not to us. Oh yeah, he should be worth it. Not, but not to us. Like we got Jamar. <laughs> but the more you have, the yeah. the better. I understand. I'm saying. If the Bengals are thinking, projecting future, and T, if you're afraid T's going to walk, why don't you make a splash for Jerry Judy? Have him for two or potentially three years. Right. And then you see what happens. Jerry Judy was drafted first round in the 2020 draft. So you can pick up a fifth-year option on him. So you're getting for this year, next year, the year after that. And, and then you go and revisit everything. So... Tyler might not be on the team. Judy, I don't know if you Judy can play the slot. Would that be the would Jamar be in the same case there? Yeah, Jamar would be in the same case. Jamar's going to get paid regardless. Yeah. They're both they're both going to make them I feel like the Bengals are going to make them play on the fifth year option, which that's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. Uh Joe's going to get his money obviously. Right. But that's just me thinking ahead and I don't want it to happen. I'm just trying to think advanced. I love T. I want T on the team. I do too. But T's a number one. He is a number one. But if it's between him or Jamar. I, I don't think it's going to come down to that. I do not. Do you remember? I don't know if you will. The Marvin uh, Marvin Jones. Muhammad Sanu. Muhammad Sanu situation. Yeah. Where they didn't pay either of them. And we lost both of them. You, we lost both of them. Yeah. I don't think that will happen again. Okay. I but mean, you, you can't let that happen again. No, I mean, you seen what happened. Like, when we had them, I mean, Andy Dalton was, was Andy Dalton, right? Like. That was like peak Andy Dalton. Yeah, like because he had AJ Green, Sanu, Marvin Jones, Jones, yeah, Bernard, uh, Jeremy Hill. I mean, he had a run game that was not great, but good enough to keep him from, you know, having long third downs. Yeah. So. And he had the screen game with Bernard. That's just me. I don't think that anything's going to happen. I'm. I think they'll sign D.D. Westbrook since one they already had interest in him before, and he's available. Uh. But that splash for Jerry Judy would be... Yeah, it's just one of those things like the Reds would never make a splash like that. But the Bengals aren't the The Bengals have never made a splash like that during the season, and they've never made a kind of splash like that in the offseason either. They're one of those teams that finds diamonds in the rough. B.J. Hill, Mm -hmm. Josh Tupo, uh, who's in there for Tupo right now. Uh, they uh, signed him off Jacksonville's practice, or they I know got cut. Talking, I know who you're talking about. Had uh, a great game, highest rated yeah. defensive player on PFF last week. Look him up because it's killing me. Tufele is it Tufele? Yes, monster. Yes, Tufele. Yeah, they it's the diamonds in the rough kind of thing. So no big splash expected, but that'd be the pipe dream for me. Yeah. Well, would Denver be willing to give it up? Absolutely I, not. Not not with Russell Wilson there. But they are apparently shopping uh, a lot of players. And the first-year head coach, Nathaniel Hackett's job, is potentially on the line in London. I, I mean, if he doesn't win. it's Is it over? It's got, I don't know. I, I mean, you had so much hype going into this season as the Denver Broncos. You had, I mean, potentially the best offense in the AFC going into the season. And you have, you, have they even scored 20 points yet this season? They have... They are sitting at a hundred point score total for in I think eight weeks and eight weeks like yikes, <laughs> not good. Like, I mean, like I said, I don't even know if they've scored a hundred po- or twenty points in a game yet. Let me see. Let me just pull that up real quick. So, Stephen, if you're listening to this, we are not dogging. Your their highest scoring game was twenty three points against the Raiders. They have scored 
exactly 100 points on the yeah. year, and their defense has given up 115. Like, <laughs> so their defense is really, really good. They're they're averaging the defense yeah. is giving up 16 points a game. Their offense is averaging 14 points a game. Like, how are you only averaging 14 points a game with Russell Wilson? Well, let's see here. Third down, they're 31 for 102, which comes out to be 30.39 percent. They are setting pretty good on fourth down. They're four four of nine for forty four point four percent. But like, they've only thrown five passing touchdowns. They've thrown four interceptions. It's ugly. I mean, they can't have any many more rushing touchdowns because, like I said, they three. They've scored twenty three points as their most right. points in the in a game. And the Bengals had that at halftime last week. They're setting a negative one turnover margin. Ah, I mean that's not terrible. You'd much rather be in the positive. Well, yeah, you're yeah, but I'm just saying like I mean that's. What's the Bengals turn? I'm getting ready to pull them up. I know their fourth down conversion's a lot worse than that. Is it? Bengals have scored 173 points, and their defense has given up 132. So about the same with the defense. So total points per game, the offense is averaging just a hair under 25 points a game. Defense has given up 19 points a game. Third down, they are 46 of 93 for a 49.48%. Basically 50% on third down. That's... From what it used to be, oh, outstanding, outstanding for on on fourth downs are two for eight, yikes, twenty percent, twenty five percent, and they are a positive. Oh, they are goose egg. Yeah. So I mean, on turnovers, which I mean, Joe had five turnovers in the first we, game. We, yeah. So. I mean, that was that was rough. <laughs> so let's talk about Joe because these last two games, a oh. fire has been lit. Oh yeah, like. 500 yards last week for Joe? 481 in the air, 20 on the ground for a total of 501 total. Four total touchdowns? Right? I, I think, think so. Three and then in rushing? I think, yeah, because two, Jamar had two, Tyler had one, and he rushed one in. Yeah, and then uh, Joe rushed one in. Let's uh, let's talk about Joe, Joe Burrow's Joe. stats real quick. Just, and we'll compare them. Take week one out. <laughs> no, we'll throw them all in. Okay. He's... He is two thousand. He has thrown for two thousand ninety-seven yards, on pace for what five thousand yard season again? Probably. His completion percentage is sixty-eight point nine. Let's go. It's just fifteen touchdowns, five interceptions. He's thrown one interception since week one, and that was did. the Baltimore game. His quarterback rating is one hundred and two point seven. Let's go. Now, let me just pull up. I'm going to pull up a random player here. Okay. I want you to guess who it is. Okay. So keep those Joe Burrow stats in your brain. All right, 15, 5, and 102. Gotcha. 15, 5, 2097. 2100. If you, we'll round up, sure. Okay. This player is thrown for 1,980 yards, 17 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. His passer rating is 109.1. Any guess on who that is? His completion percentage is 68, 66.9. Uh, it's either Mahomes or Josh Allen. It's Josh Allen. And let me. I'm going to pull up Mahomes' numbers. 2,159 yards, 66.9 completion percentage, 20 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, 109.5 rating. So, I mean, right there. You, I think it's time to start banging this drum for MVP candidate. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow, it, which we knew this going coming into the season, that it, the three best quarterbacks in the league was Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. In the AFC. I would say in the early se- preseason AFC, because you have Tom Brady, you have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. On the opposite in the right. NFC, but right now in the NFL, it's those three, three. It's a lot of people want to put Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, then a huge drop off, then Joe Burrow. No, absolutely not. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not taking the Joe Burrow slander anymore. 
It's over with. He is in the same category. Even as... though he does take some sacks that shouldn't be sacks. They're on him. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I mean. That's the only slander I'll give. <laughs> okay. But I think it's time to start beating this drum. That he is in the same category as Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And if he picks up this win on Monday night in Cleveland, bang it. Yeah. As hard as you can. I mean, it, well, what was the stat that I seen the other day since, like, I mean, I mean, ever that like there's the only quarterback with multiple 500 and yard games with four touchdowns and a rushing one, touchdown. It's it, him and nobody, and nobody else. else. Like, get off me. Now that I know, understand like people cherry pick stats and you can pull stuff out for only Josh Allen being a player on the list. You can do the same thing. But I, it's time. Yeah, I mean, and they had their slow start, and everyone said, "Oh, it's a Super Bowl hangover." No. It's not a Super Bowl hangover. Teams realized what they had to do to stop the offense, and it worked for two weeks. And then Joe Burrow. Is and they're like, oh, wait we'll a minute. beat you another way. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it's over. MVP candidate. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything else. Now, he can come out Monday night and just <laughs> shit the bed. Drop, drop a goose egg. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. I think, for one, Joe Burrow loves these types of games. He has not beat Cleveland in his career. Here's 0-3. That's kind of scary. But anyways, I, I'm, I'm talking about just prime time. Yeah, he I was, loves the spotlight. I was talking to my dad, and I was like, yeah, we the, the Bengals play on Monday night. And he goes, ooh, prime time game. And I'm like, that's that's the Andy Dalton, Marvin Lewis stink Yeah, still on the Monday nights. Now, the last Halloween game the Bengals played on, they're 2-6 and six on Halloween. Fun fact, I'm just going to keep throwing stuff at you. Okay. 2-6. and six. The last time they played on Halloween, do you know what it was or what happened? I don't. Okay. They were in Miami on a Thursday night, and Miami won on a walk-off safety. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, oh. How long ago was this? It was Andy Dalton. Oh. So we're thinking four to five years now? Yeah. And it wasn't the Miami game where they, they the, where the Bengals locked up the number one pick because they lost. It was, I think, the season before that. Oh. It was... Rough, and I think it was an overtime too. I don't, yeah, I don't remember that. Let me see if I can pull up stats for that. But I mean, Joe Burrow, he loves the spotlight. I'm not worried. Joe Mixon is kind of finally starting to, you know. Oh, Joe Mixon should have holes to run through Monday night. And I'm saying if he doesn't have at least 60 yards on the ground, the offense wasn't doing what it needed to do. And I tell you, I. They're incorporating Joe into the past. 2013 was that game. Oh, well, that's a little more than four or five years ago. Nine years ago. <laughs> My bad. Uh-oh. Sack in the end zone. Yeah, 2015, I mean, that was – I'm still a firm believer. I mean, it's the same way with uh, 2006 or five when – Oh, five. Oh, five. Carson Palmer. Yep. If Andy Dalton doesn't break his thumb on that interception against the Steelers in week 15 or whatever – and we don't have to start A.J. McCarron the next three weeks. Well, they were in that game. They were in that playoff game with A.J. McCarron. And then... Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying... I mean, Jeremy Hill fumbles... The, if Jeremy Hill doesn't fumble the football, we, we well, win the game. You have Vontez Burfitt doing his demon... His demons came out. It's ugly. Now yeah, I have to but, cut out the last six minutes of this, so... But the Burfitt and uh, Pac-Man Jones penalty don't happen if Jeremy Hill doesn't fumble the football. True. But it looked like Vontez was head hunting. He probably was. Anyway, but yeah, Monday night, uh, Joe Mixon has to step up. Step up. I like that we're incorporating him into the pass game. Yes, 
When he lined up on the outside and they threw it to him twice. Oh, I mean, beautiful. Well, for one, fantasy points. Yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> I don't care about fantasy points when the Bengals are playing. I do. <laughs> I, I, want I won't. Them all. <laughs> if it's not Jamar, I won't draft a Bengals player. Yeah. I won't. I, I mean, I took Mixon, but I wish I wouldn't have now. Uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, okay, so the game, Bengals game for Monday night, the point spread is... Two points. I think the last time it, I checked was two points. It went to three. We're a three-point favorite. Three-point favorite in Cleveland, which it's pretty big. I would expect that. I would normally would expect that to be a, a pick em game yeah. where there'd be no line. Uh, Jacoby Brissett uh, is the starting QB. Yeah, I don't care about that. Their running game... Cleveland's running game, yep. best combo in the league. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. There you go. I have Kareem Hunt on my team. My uh, he'll probably team. get traded, especially if they lose this game Monday night. Well, I mean, he, like, he we'll know. <laughs> I was going to say, will he get traded during the game? or will he No, get... he'll get – if they lose, they're talking about trading him. And he's already requested a trade because they're not going to sign him to an extension. That's kind of a biz- – they just get all the dirty players, don't they? That one, yeah, that's a weird one. Um, I kind of forgot. I people like he, are people are wanting him to go back to Kansas City. I just can't see a reunion like that happening. Yeah, I mean, it just – he was like probably one of the top – He was the top running back at that time. Well, maybe top three at that time. Yeah, what a weird time. Uh, their, Cleveland's top corner is out for the game, so that kind of – So T and Tyler should have a big game? I don't know. I would expect them to, especially since Tyler just went off. I mean, all three of them basically had 100, 100 yards. yards T was week. short seven yards. And he had the seven yards, and then they had a uh, Yeah. That was, oh. <laughs> I'm like, go back to him. <laughs> Get him that 100. <laughs> I think they were trying, too. But I don't know. So they should come away with a win, and you've already lined up the schedule. If they get a win in Cleveland, they have the Panthers at home, a bye week, and then and the Steelers. Steelers away, right? Yep. And, then, and, and then you and have the Steelers is a Sunday night game. Sunday night game. And then you have – Titans, Chiefs, and Week 17. I know Week 17 is the Bills, so and they got, finish yeah. up in Baltimore. So after after these next three games, you go Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Bucks, Patriots, Bills, Ravens. So to, to round up our discussion, if T if Jamar was going to get hurt, now is the now's the time. Yeah, I hate to say it, but now it's a good stretch. The rest, your best player. Yes. So all positive vibes, thoughts to Jamar. I, I'm sure he'll be on the sidelines. Yeah. Just get healthy in Cincinnati. You better Don't bring touch in his hip. <laughs> a wide receiver four like we are all clamoring for during the offseason. I mean, that, what's his name? Mike Thomas, is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Mike Thomas, Thomas, Stanley Morgan. Yeah. Trent Irwin. Trent Taylor. Trent Taylor. There's a Trent. There's an Irwin, too, because yeah. he's getting called up from the practice squad. But I'm telling you, the drop-off is yeah. drastic. Oh, yeah. And, again, we just need a burner. We need somebody who has a deep threat. I mean, I feel like Mike Thomas could be that. Nope. They've tried it, and it didn't work. But, hey, we're here. We're not coaching them. Yeah. So it happens. What else you got, Cameron? I think we've banged the drum enough on the Bengals. Yeah. Um, We're not – banged on the Broncos. Good luck. Yeah. Yikes. Broncos country. Let's try. (laughs) Let's try. I think this week it's Broncos country. Let's fly because (laughs) – they're across the pond. Oh, okay. That, that game sucks anyways. For uh, I remember the Bengals and the Redskins, or Washington, played, and they tied yep. over there. So, they the fans were used to ties because of soccer. So, it happens. 
I mean, the Bengals have played in it two or three times. And I I'm, just remember that one for some. Or was it the Eagles that they tied with over there? No, they tied the Eagles here in America. I want to say the Bengals have played it two or three times, and I think we're like oh one and two. <laughs> I'm that sure. would make sense. <laughs> but if you're not Jacksonville, you're not over there all the time. Jacksonville has at least one game scheduled there every year because Shad Khan owns a oh. football club over there. Tot, I think it's Tottenham. I have no idea. You have no idea what I'm saying. No. <laughs> Shad Khan, the owner of the Jaguars. Yeah. Okay. okay. Son owns AEW, and uh, okay. it's not Tottenham because they're the Hotspur. Don't mind me. All right, let's switch gears. Cameron, last week, I think it might have been two weeks ago, we we were wa- we watched the Alabama-Tennessee game in Tennessee, and Rocky Top was echoing everywhere. There were, How many did you say? There was probably a, between 100 and 102,000 people there. That rushed to field. In Knoxville. Took the, took the goalposts. Love it. Took the goalposts to the river. Threw it in the river. Now, the scummy thing that the university did, they started begging for money. Yeah, like, come on, man. Like That's such a bad look. And you, I know we're very late to this, but... <laughs> You're going to tell me you don't have the money to pay for the goalposts? Like, come on. Oh, they have money. They <laughs> they had a shot on the television of the boosters smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah. In, you know, in the... Up top, like... Yeah, like, that, that was bad. They probably lit them with... The $100 bills that they could use to buy new goalposts. Po- goal right, yeah. But that got us talking. Uh, best traditions. It was more like best stadium songs. Because Rocky Top. Rocky Top's iconic. It's what, what What's Kentucky's? I, I mean, I guess if we had to pick one, it's the Waka Flocka, Waka Waka Flocka. Flocka Flame song, uh, Grove Street Party. Yeah, so there's no... It's like, a party, it's a party, it's a... And the only reason why that started was, I guess, in, like, 2014. That was, a like, one of the biggest songs out, and they played it, and the players started dancing to it, and, like, when they was getting ready to do a kickoff, yeah. and, and it just kind of, like, stuck. Well, to me, that's lame. It is. It's nowhere near Rocky Top. It's nowhere near Rocky Top. It's nowhere near Dixieland Delight for Alabama. Well, I'll, th- I'll throw this one at you. Virgi- Virginia Tech, Inner Sandman. Have uh, you ever seen the videos of that? Oh, no. it's electric. Yeah. The whole place, they're jumping. I don't know how that stadium is still standing. West Virginia, Country Road. Country Roads. I. There's just... So what's your, what's your pick? If I'm out of the like, vest. well, let's 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 look at it this way. When when Tennessee was playing okay, Alabama, if, you're like, hell yeah, Rocky Top. <laughs> so they're in the middle of playing Kentucky right now, and I walked in, and you're like, Rocky Top. Yeah, I mean, Rocky Top is probably the. God, I hate Tennessee too. <laughs> Rocky Top is probably the best. It's the best atmosphere in my opinion. Like, I don't know if it's more of a hate or of a jealousy because I wish. See, atmosphere is a strong sentiment because I. I get it. I, I mean, I don't watch SEC football that much. Yeah. Ten, it looks beautiful. The yeah. stadium looks good. Ohio State, I mean, the Horseshoe, Michigan, oh, Alabama, yeah. when they're actually playing somebody. Auburn, t- when they're decent. Yeah. Playing Alabama. And, you know, we're not mentioning anybody on the left coast. UCLA can't draw fans. Oregon. Oregon. Is Oregon your best Oregon or? Um, Oregon might be it on the left coast. Yeah. Oregon might be the only. You got Texas with the horn, or well, anybody playing Texas, Texas does the horns down, Texas, which is hilarious every time. Texas, Oklahoma, that well, that series is played in a neutral site. Dumb. It should be a home and home. home. Yeah, but them two, I, I mean, them are your two biggest ones out west. I Boomer guess. Sooner. I mean, that's not even that's not even the West. That's 
Midwest. Yeah. I mean, technically we're the Midwest. So, I mean, you could like, you could pinpoint, I don't know. You got UCLA, USC used to be the big one out West. Yeah. USC, Texas, Oklahoma in the mid Texas A&M. And then, well, who they don't have a natural, they don't have natural opponent now. Right. Now they moved. I'm just thinking, what about Baylor? Not that anybody Baylor plays does not overtake Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. And then you go up North, you got Ohio state, Michigan, mm-hmm. Michigan State, and then you come down. You got the Iron Bowl. Yeah, I we're missing one big one. Penn State, Penn State, Ohio State. Yes, those white pom poms at night only at night. White the Penn, whiteouts in Penn, Penn State. State is white. Like they they've got to be the only team that their fans will do the whiteout correctly. Yes, like whenever Kentucky tries to do some kind of. Blue out, blue Doesn't out, work, white out. It? It, no, you got people wearing black, green, gray. Like, how can you miss the memo? You go to school there. They're going to blast it out. Yeah, like they're handing it out. They, you, It's all over Twitter nowadays. Like, So what are you taking? Are you taking, let's say, best song? <coughs> best song? Top three. Okay, top three. Top three. Rocky Top, Dixieland, and Country Roads for West Virginia. Yeah, I, I mean, Rocky Top's just iconic. I love trolling you guys with Rocky Top. Yeah. I remember working at the radio station and I don't know if it was a basketball game. Tennessee knocked off Kentucky and I played Rocky Top intro, outro, intro, outro every time. <laughs> was that with Troy and Dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Troy got really upset with me too. Rocky Top, you It's so fun be. to sing. I mean, it's, it's, the e- it's like easy to remember. Yeah. Just kind of like uh, Country, Country Roads. Roads. Country Roads. Take me home. Oh. Oh, you're not going to... Okay. Wow. To the place where I belong. You add words, which makes it funnier. <laughs> if you... I, I will say rock... I mean, I won't give an order, but Rocky Top, Inner Sandman. Yeah. Country Roads. Excellent. I'm, yeah. I mean, Dixieland Delight with Alabama. Yeah. Because they... They they, they don't do Sweet Home Alabama? No, they do the Dixieland Delight. And then, like, when, like after, like, yeah, they say, like, I don't know. Um, how's it go? Anyway, they, like... They'll say like In drink. My Dixieland light. <laughs> right? Yeah. They, uh, spend my dollar. They'll yeah. go, they'll say on beer, parked in a holler. Oh, okay. You know, Texas tide. Texas the eyes of Texas would be okay if it wasn't racially motivated. <laughs> right. But I mean that's one thing I meant, like I wish when I went to college there was some kind of like Moorhead Moorhead didn't have anything. Moorhead didn't have no like you had the Moorhead fight song. It was, yeah. I mean, I mean you know, that's it. But, um, I mean, even their football games, we was a uh, D. Were you N A I A? Yeah, we was D one in 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 I like in I N A I A. Yeah, like like two steps below. Like the biggest team that ever came, I think, was like UConn for home <laughs> for homecoming. And UConn isn't shit. Yeah, like. But their basketball, like the basketball team, I mean, would draw crowds. Like, um, I'll, yeah, you guys had Kenneth Fareed. Yeah, well, not my time, but that was Jared's time. Jared's time, like, but like, it was cool. Like when I was in Moorhead, Ja Morant was. Yeah, at I was gonna Murray. say Ja was there, right? Ja or who's was, at Murray? Yeah, he was at Murray, and he they that I mean Moorhead and Murray play home and home. Yeah, so I got to see Murray State come in. I'm pretty sure we beat him with Ja, and like, I mean, Ja was just a. He was awesome to watch. I think I went to NKU, obviously. So, I think the biggest game that I saw was West Virginia. I went with that. I went. Yeah, to you were and, there, right? Yeah, I still got the uh, shirt. And Bob Huggins. I mean, Bob Huggins is my favorite basketball coach of all time. It was cool to see him on yeah. his stool. 
we were all over it. Like, we were seed hopping, I think, weren't we? Yeah. Like, we started up top, and we I mean, gradually worked our way down. Yeah, we were pretty close there at the end. Yeah, it was it was fun. They almost, and you almost knocked them off, too. Yeah. So, fun times. Oh, all to be young again. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely them three songs for me. All right, you got anything else? We haven't really touched on much in, outside of sports. No, I went to a Luke Combs concert last yeah, week. Yeah, how was that? Great. It was awesome. <laughs> Great. It was good. Uh, Luke Combs is top of country music right now. Is it more? Is it bro country? Because I know the the ice cold bear never broke my heart. I know that, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Now it's you've a- told me in the past. Sorry to keep interrupting you. That he fights to keep his ticket prices at a respectable level. Yeah. So it was really cool with this tour. Um, he uh, brought his ticket prices back to what they were before COVID. And he's done what Garth Brooks does, and he makes every seat in the house the same price. So it don't matter if you're all the way at the top or all the way at the bottom, you paid the same price. Yeah, and see, that's good. That's good for him. That's like that's very nice. It's not the it's not the artist's fault that happens. That's like the third party. Yeah, ticket yeah. brokers, and yeah. they make things ridiculous. Speaking of that, did did you? Uh, we're going to politics here. We don't really have to talk about it. But Joe Joe Biden is trying to make up a, an executive order to limit the uh, uh, the convenience charge. Yeah, they've been working on that. They've been clearing out, like, credit card fee, like, excessive credit card t- fees. Ticket match. Ticket, yeah. Uh, there's some kind of bill that, like, that's already in place for, like... Yeah, because they... It's like, basically a monopoly. Oh, most definitely. And it, it is. Ticketmaster... Is basically the only thing that sells tickets. See, yeah. And they can charge outrageous surcharges. Right. I think, and I think what it was is like, I guess there was some concert in Washington D.C. I don't know. I could have this complete facts are optional at this point. <laughs> welcome to welcome to America. <laughs> there was some concert in Washington D.C. and Ticketmaster charged like seventy eight percent for a convenience fee. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like it was basically, basically the convenience fee was almost more than what the actual ticket cost. Yeah, it, ticket cost fifty bucks. All convenience right. fee, 78%, $48. And there's a screw you fee, that's $102. Yeah. So your two tickets come out to be $1,003. <laughs> right. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's a, I think that's something that everybody should agree on. That, I mean, I well, think, I think they're going to do that with airlines too. You see that, you, you say that, everyone should agree well, on Well, I that. mean. So this was a topic, and I've, I listened to another podcast. And they had David Samson uh, used to help run the Florida Marlins. And he they, the ticket prices, surcharges got brought up. And he goes, that's just capitalism. I mean, that's that's supply and demand. That's dynamic pricing. Because they brought up how expensive it is to go to things now. And he's like, listen, I was on the other side. And th- those things are good for us. And the, the, the rebuttal of that was like, hey, you priced the tickets wrong. Your your expectations for these tickets were were greater. You you should set one price, right? And you eat it if if you if you priced it wrong. And of course, you know he's no no no. You know all that. That's he's a good listen if you never. No, I've never if you want to get in like the economics of sports or yeah. backgrounds behind backgrounds in sports, he's a good listen. Nothing personal with David Sampson. <laughs> but I mean, um, but Luke Combs. Uh, I mean, he he's. I think, in my opinion, I've seen both in concert. He's the closest to Garth Brooks in the country music thing, in the country music thing, because he does the circle. I mean, he had a, it was a diamond stage, so he was able to 
you know, have sell all of the arena for his tickets. Garth Brooks does the same thing. Garth Brooks has a circle stage so he can yeah. sell the whole arena. Yeah. And, you know, everybody can see him. Um, so, I mean, the, every song, it didn't matter what song, Luke Combs sung, the whole the crowd was sung every word, every lyric. I mean. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've talked about it on this. I went to a concert a month or two ago, and it was My Chemical Romance, and they it, they didn't have a circle stage. It was at Heritage Bank Arena. They did the traditional back yeah yeah and you couldn't hear yourself i mean you couldn't hear them mm-hmm. but you know what they were playing because everybody was singing along and it was right i mean it it, amazing I, I don't know what it is about crowds and singers just something about when the singer stops singing and the crowd can just sing the feed whole, into it yeah it just gives me cold chills yeah it's it, that to me that tells me you've you've made you've it. you've you're good at what you do yeah and i mean You've got the crowd eating out of your hand. And that's the thing about the opening acts, too, for Luke Combs. It was Lainey Wilson and Jordan Davis. I know you probably don't know. Heard that? For, I've heard of the first one. Lainey Wilson is going to be in Yellowstone this upcoming season. I don't know if you watch Yellowstone or not. but I don't. But um, It's on the list. Yeah, it, it's a good show. Uh, but I mean, that's that. I mean, she she was probably the like least how I mean, obviously she was she was the very opening act, but yeah, she could still stop and sing, and her people would still sing her songs. Not very many, but you know, you could still hear the crowd. Jordan Davis, same thing. The whole crowd was singing his songs, but I mean, it was it was a cool concert. I'm glad I got to go. Glad I got to take my mom. Yeah, glad you guys had a good time. Yeah, I know your mom needs a break. Yeah. All right, well, if you don't have anything else, Cameron, I think it's that time. I'm really getting tired of this bucket. <laughs> You're getting tired of it. I've won one time. One time. Twice, right? One last, time. Last week was your first one win. One time. <laughs> one time. Who's and drawing first, me or you? Well, oh, you can pull first. I'll pull up everything over here. Oh, hey, I, I, probably, I probably got the schedule right I got the schedule pulled up. I you, do too. You pull up the bye weeks. They're on the same thing. Oh, okay. Cool. You, you're in charge then this week. Alright, we're looking at week nine. So the buys for this week are Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, the New York Giants, oh, wow. Pittsburgh, and San Francisco. So we got a pretty good chance. There are draw- six teams on a buy. That's what, like a almost a twenty percent chance at pulling. What's you? How many times can six go into thirty-five? Five times. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not doing math. Well, I'm thinking ten out of thirty is thirty-three percent. So <laughs> why don't we just get the numbers here then? Six out of thirty-two would be like twenty, twenty-three something percent. Six out of thirty-two. Your chances. Of pulling a bye week team are eighteen percent. Okay, almost nineteen well, percent. Technically, we got six out of thirty-one. Oh yeah, Stevens. Stevens not here. Stevens already drone, drone, drawed, drone. I don't know the word. Drawed. Are you sure? It doesn't. Say, it sounds weird wherever you. Do. Steven has, has already picked his team. There you go. Week. He picked the Eagles for week nine. And if it's six out of thirty-one, then your chances go up to nineteen percent. Ooh, I like it. Nineteen percent. Right, I like it. I want you to have a death, back-to-back death, sir. All right, here we go. First team, Packers. The Packers are playing at Detroit. One o'clock window. Detroit has a really good offense. 
The Packers have looked really badly. But the Lions are 1-6, I believe. Or 1-5 at this point. Throwing it back. He's, he threw it back. All right. So I wonder how that affects your odds of pulling the Packers again. <laughs> well. All right. Come on, baby. Big money, big money. No whammy. Uh-oh. Cardinals. Okay. The Arizona Cardinals are at home against those Seattle Seahawks. Okay. Not bad. Not good. Geno Smith is coming for you. All right. I'm going to the bucket. Just going to take a quick peek in here. Where am I looking for? Oh, the dreaded Panthers are on the top. I got a good mix-up. I can't say much. They got me a win. They got you a big win last week. P.J. Walker, the XFL legend. Did you figure out my punishment yet? Which waxing? No, I'm so I'm going to make you ponder on it. If you were going to make me do the armpit. The armpit seems brutal. I don't know. I want you. Do you wear short sleeves at work? I do. Mm. <laughs> like this is this is what I wore to work today. And it's your whole arm. My whole arm your is whole just not arm. one spot. No, it's. Ah, uh, we'll we'll have to get into it. We'll have to think. All right, my first Drew draw pick. Last place again. I pulled this for week eight, and I picked Miami at the time. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that went. Oh, I threw it back. Oh, you threw it back. I threw it back. Okay. Because Miami won't be in last place, I don't think. So. But didn't they? Oh, they they won last week. Second pool. Hell yeah, I got the 49ers, and they are on a bye. Instant win for me. I will take it. My luck is turning around. (laughs) That's back-to-back wins. Back-to-back. Well, back, maybe, maybe back-to-back-to-back. Yeah, I might be on a three-game winning streak here, and that's a good thing. You win three in a row, that's called a streak. It can only go up from here, right? Right. <laughs> I wasn't confident enough. All right, Cameron, do you have anything else? It was it was a quick one. It's just you and I. We were gonna. I knew we were gonna hammer on the Bengals. I don't have anything. I just pick my punishment. You want me to pick your punishment? Like right do now? Le- do leg. Do leg. No. 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 Do I want it to be painful? If I wanted to be painful, that'd be the armpit. And you know, this is recording. Like we will record this. Right. And it's just one armpit. Yes, it is one armpit. Armpit would be very painful. Mm. I want I want Nikki and Katie to do it too because I feel like they would be good at it. Steven would be good at it. Steven would be okay. I'll have to figure out which part waxing it is. One, two, or three. But will we? We'll we'll go armpit. Okay, armpit it is. Final answer. You talked me into it. Armpit for camo. That All right. really sucks. Oh, we'll have a map next week. I'll print out a map, and I want you to point to Turkey, but I think we might need to tone down the Turkey rhetoric oh, <laughs> on no. this podcast. Oh no, we going down? No, we're staying steady. Uh huh. I don't, I don't think Turkey's a good place. I don't <laughs> think Turkey. We don't want to be promoting Turkey right now. Yeah. I think I there's mean, some things going on. Wasn't there a dictator there? I don't know. I I think they might side with Russia. Yes. Yikes. And I don't think we do here on this show. <laughs> so. <laughs> We'll have to do a little more research. Well, you know what? We can talk about Turkey sports. Yeah. The Turkish, I don't know if Turkey has made the World Cup. That might be You know what? Besides go go the... Turkey in all things but politics. <laughs> go Turkey in everything but real life. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let me look up to see if Turkey made the World Cup. Because they, they could be our... You know, and I guarantee you, 100%. 
I can pick out where Turkey is on the map. Why are you so confident? Because J.B. Pollard, sixth grade social studies teacher, I had to memorize every country in the world, and Turkey was one of them. I had to know the United States. I had to know the capitals. I had to know the presidents. Could you pick out? You could pick out Turkey on the map, right? I don't know. Listen, I sucked at naming the presidents in that class. Washington. I failed that. We're not. We're not going through the list. <laughs> Washington, Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren. You keep going while I look this up. <laughs> um, I don't know after Van Buren. So you would have failed it too. I mean, back in my day, I mean, I remember the song. Sorry, I'm looking this up here. Take me home to the place. <laughs> what? That's how the song goes, Scott. Oh, Where God. I belong. Where well, Virginia. Did you know that song was actually made about the state of Virginia? And the western Virginia? part of Virginia? Yeah. Yes. Not they just what? co-opted it for yeah. West Virginia. I don't believe Turkey made the World Cup this year. It'll be all right. All right, well, oh, well. Yeah. I can play. I can sing. But I'm playing Rocky Top. Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home All right. <laughs> We're going to cut it off here. Cameron, thanks for being here. All right. We'll see you guys next Get their corn from a jar. Rocky Car!